0: It was Halloween 2008, and I had just joined my university's radio station, WXAV 88.3 FM, and they had We Are Scientists playing that day in the student lounge. This was fresh off the release of Brain Thrust Mastery, but for this Halloween, I got something much better than candy. Rock and roll with a side of humor and unforgettable memories. And ever since, We Are Scientists have been one of my favorite bands. Welcome to All Your Favorite Bands. I'm your host, Jeff Lamort. In this edition, I talk with Keith Murray, Chris Kane, and Keith Karn of We Are Scientists. They discuss their musical influences, Goose Island beer, and what's next for the band. But we start with their earliest musical memories.
1: I remember I was really into... Uh, who did Mars Needs Women... Um, No, (laughs) it's not someone much better than Frank. (laughs) Hold on, I'm going to do some research. I I remember that being the first record that I played incessantly. Um, And I think you can imagine why a child would
2: really like that song. It's pretty sexy. It's very repetitive. Um... It talks about two things, two items of fascination to a young boy, Mars and women. Well, and pumping up the volume <laughs> is another. Space, space and the planets and the mysterious other sex. Oh, yeah, the the band was
1: Mars. That's oh, okay. yeah. oh, wow, that's an, that's an yeah. even grosser song Yeah, than you might yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pretty disturbing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was important for a child to not be able to distinguish right. uh that, that the band was referring to themselves and their desires and proclivities.
2: Yeah. You you I'm sure you took it to be a feminist cri de cour, uh, in which they, you know, hoped to enlist some female band members because they recognized the deficiency of an all male band. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's no good the at all. The <laughs> intrinsic uselessness of an all male band. Uh We've had that problem since day one. Yeah. And we readily acknowledge it. Didn't um, learn our lesson from Mars. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately.
2: I was I was pretty into, like, soft rock in the 80s when I was a kid. We were born in 77, so we were both probably just toward the end of the 80s getting into music on our own
0: at all, I guess. Yeah. Separate
2: from what our parents were playing us or whatever. But yeah, I think I was really into soft rock in those days. I remember... My favorite radio station in Utah was KISS FM, which was like, you know, probably every town had a KISS yeah, FM. Yeah, I think Miami had a
0: KISS FM, too. Yeah. And so it would play like Mike and the Mechanics and Foreigner and shit like that. Uh, yeah. Soft rock, is yeah. that true? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought you meant like Holland & Oates or... Oh, Hall, Hall- & Oates as, well. Hall- 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 as, well. as well. Yeah, For
1: sure. Uh, yeah. Christopher Cross was, oh, yeah, was, yeah. was okay. a giant for me without me knowing who the hell Christopher Cross was he's a cool dude uh, and then by the time I you know really learned that Christopher Cross had made all those wonderful songs I was old enough to get still still young enough that I got tricked into really liking Criss Cross and wondering why Christopher Cross had changed his style <laughs> so dramatically oh, right, right. and I gave it gave Criss Cross many chances turns out they didn't deserve it at all yeah. I gave them a lot of slack uh, which ran out
2: and very then you quickly. saw Blade, and you were like, "This is Chris Cross." Yeah. And then I was like, "Why is Christopher
1: Cross, you know, looking so bedrag? I know this man is a, you know, both a respected actor and musician." But very confusing. Very confusing world of, uh, you know, similar nomenclature. That was. There crazy. ought to be a law. There ought to be some sort of, uh, you know, brand trademarking law. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm think gonna, there s- is. I'm gonna know. It can't, <laughs> there can't be happened. given it's the existence true. of Christopher Cross, Chris Cross, that's and Chris true. Christopherson. Yeah, that's true. what a mess. Well, at least three of the people in that four-man group should be in prison or killed. If I'm, if I have anything to say about it. Yeah.
2: But we've we've benefited from the laxity of this uh, legal structure from the laxative it. nature. Of <laughs> of <this. laughs> well, uh, no, I'm just like. We've used titles, other people's titles. Uh, you know, you can't restrict very much the use of a title. So, like, we had our first record with Love and Squallers, you know, plagiarized from a uh, J.D. Salinger story, and our, well, unreleased EP before that was called The sure. Wolf Sour, named after one of our favorite um, sci fi World War II werewolf fantasy novels. One of our favorite of those, I say.
1: Our latest album, uh, we thought was being named after you know Bugliosi's famous uh, true crime book, uh, but we actually misheard what the title was. Fortunately for our legal
2: department, I think it's appropriate that um, the two of us. I'm sure we're not the only people who made this mistake, but and we didn't realize this until after we put out the album. But we had just always thought it was called Helter Seltzer. Mm-hmm. We had, we had both separately always misheard it, like Leibniz and Newton, but dumb instead of smart. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, but it's appropriate that, that our band got an album named that yeah. as a sort of permanent um, reminder of our media Bad literacy, honor, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: And now it just lives forever. Now it'll live forever. Into eternity, like turn- like yeah. Like all <laughs> of
2: our albums, it'll. <laughs> You know, be one with the stars. Live beyond
0: mankind. Absolutely. So you're going forward into your your (laughs) formative years, we'll call them, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. creating this band. Who are some of the artists or solo artists that you really (laughs) listened to and said, this is somebody I'm going to take into account when I'm going to make music? I think
1: think the, the very first iteration of We Are Scientists was pretty heavily indebted to like California pop rock stuff we were, yeah. we, were we we're pretty weezer aping yeah. and had a little like green day a desire dash,
2: a dash of pavement yeah yeah some creeper Laguna. probably less probably less pavement
1: than we thought but we had less pavement than, <laughs> we, thought we, <laughs> <in> than <laughs> we thought we had for sure <laughs> we thought there was way more pavement in our DNA <laughs> than anyone else heard
2: yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah, and then when we moved to New York about a year after forming the band, uh, we kind of landed in the middle of the New York sort of mini-Renaissance of 2001, the Strokes and the A.A.S. and Les savi Fab and the Liars and the Walkman, all these people, um, and that definitely affected our the kind of songs we started writing at that point. Um, For the worse, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> 100%, yeah. 100% negatively.
0: So I can definitely see your sound from those artists, too, early on. But now I'm looking at something from Helter Seltzer, like, Too Late, where I feel like you're drawn from the 80s there. Yeah, yeah so back kinda...
1: to that uh, old Christopher Cross <laughs> longing. Kiss FM. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's real Kiss FM music. <laughs> yeah. um, a big part of it is probably being being five albums in, we're drawing more from our like essence as music listeners, rather than from like immediate, uh, you know, immediate music that we're enamored of. Yeah, I, think, I think, I think, our childish, uh, you know, our formative mm-hmm. uh, tastes are are now finally
2: the ship. rearing their heads.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Once you once you peel away, you know, the the New York angular dance rock. All that pavement. Not a lot of them. And yeah, that pavement that that everybody was heavily uh, yeah, weighed down. Yeah, down early at, early. at all critics that I, you know, whose reviews at I least probably the most missed. Points, yeah. yeah.
0: So if you peel back the the pavement, what so are you so, even left with. And then I I feel like this album really has a lot of more pop elements to it. Mm. And um, take a song like Headlights. I don't think I've ever heard anyone write a a tribute to such an underrated part of a car but you guys have somehow knocked it out of the park yeah
1: it's always about engines windshield
0: wipers is a popular Mm windshield wipers (laughs) (laughs) and Bruce Springsteen has covered a lot of these I can't see shit without you you're my wipers
1: baby yeah that kind of thing thing. cliche man yeah I suspect that when Bruce Springsteen is feeling low on inspiration he just brings out a user's the user's (laughs) manual of whatever vehicle he's currently driving yeah just closes his eyes, points his finger somewhere on a page, and he's ready to drive the hell out of this town one more time. That's right. He's like,
2: "What's the oil pan? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can rhyme with that." <laughs> <laughs> we really wanted, we really wanted yeah. uh, Cars Three to have that song, <laughs> and it still can, I guess, because the movie's not surely it'll happen but stage but they, is it at do I they know, yeah, I guess I don't know for sure they're making it but is the trailer
0: out there's always there's time for that right yeah, I don't think that there's that a trailer key yeah there key. you yeah, go
2: Yeah, we could get the trailer yeah please
0: song is like the perfect length
2: it's it's really ideal in every way um, it's
1: probably the perfect song for the Cars 3 trailer
2: yeah well they're probably thinking yes it ticks all the boxes but is it available we're here to tell you yes it is
0: yes yes a thousand times yes it's available please Pixar we're wrapping up 2016 yep so let's let's reflect back on the year and
1: one of the greatest years on (laughs) record absolutely
0: and what's going forward for we are scientists from here we've got to find a way forward
1: yeah yeah just kind of Put our heads down for four years. (laughs) That's (laughs) right. And uh, think about what's going to happen in 2020 for
2: We Are (laughs) So. That's right. right. Moratorium. We're doing a moratorium on creation. Um, Yeah, we'll probably spend
1: most of 2017 working on the next album. Um, Not just because our taste for uh, seeing... America outside of New York City has been greatly diminished in the past month. <laughs> <laughs> Though it has, uh, but yeah, we'll just be, uh, you know, trying to tamp down all those all those obvious pavement delusions in our in our new songs. Yeah. Hire a producer who can see right through that and cut to the essence weed of the song.
2: Yeah, weed it out of the garden. Man, there's
1: a I, I hadn't really listened to. Uh, the past couple of Stephen Malkmus records Mm. but there's a song in our pre-show playlist I don't know what it's called I know it's on the latest Malkmus record it is so incredibly pavement-esque it's making me really crave uh, even one listen to the next Malkmus (laughs) record but I hear the song every day before our show so I kind of always feel a little bit sated yeah but if, yeah, if, if uh, any of you want to hear a really great Stephen Malkmus song, come to a We Are Scientists show. We've got it on our pre-show <laughs> playlist. That's,
0: That's one name. of the best places to see music is the music recorded and yeah. played before the live. Well, the yeah. thing is <laughs> that nobody will
1: ever be able to listen to this great song and know that it's the one I'm talking about because I don't know the name of it. So you'll have to come <laughs> to our show, Shazam it, and then go home and uh, buy yourself a Malkmus record.
0: It's a great teaser.
2: Mm-hmm. Pretty clever.
0: And while you're at the show, don't forget
2: to pick up a delicious and satisfying and refreshing and oddly affordable Goose Island beer. That's a great idea,
1: Keith. Yeah, they must be operating at a loss with these wonderful prices
2: <laughs> for <laughs> such a high-quality product. You can, t- that's a set. you can tell they use top- Notch ingredients. I mean they spare no expense in the creation of this Many movie. kinds of
1: hops, many kinds of hops. <laughs>
2: Lots of hops. The water. I don't where do you even get water like this in twenty sixteen? Not uh probably not on planet Earth. <laughs> That's right, I think they're getting Mars. <laughs> Martian ice. That's
1: gotta be expensive. That's
2: surely gotta be expensive. You heard it here first. Goose Island using the finest of space
0: water. So and you guys have been doing this for like sixteen years now. Yeah. So what is what's driving we are scientists?
2: Local pilsners. Just we still occasionally discover a pilsner that we hadn't. Yet we didn't even tried. know Goose Island did a Pilsner. Exactly. In fact we had an argument about it the other day. I won't say who was on which side, but suffice it to say it's been settled now. They do
1: have a Pilsner. Definitively. Unless Uh, The other party is very crafty indeed. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Resourceful Um, in the
2: extreme. Does the mention of Goose Island conflict with any of your major sponsors? Not at all. Actually,
0: (laughs) Goose Island is now going to be our sponsor. Oh, great. Yeah. Because of this. Plug them a few few more times. So, how do those taste?
2: God, that's a delicious brew. Yeah, I'm drinking the Green Line Pale Ale, and it's actually better than I remembered. We we normally drink. I don't want to. I don't want to say the name of the beer, but it rhymes with Miera Tanada. That's a bad lot, li- as a bad, <laughs> bad rhyme. To um, it. And but you know, you kind of want some variety. So when we were picking our beers for tonight yesterday, sending an email to the club, I was like, well, "Let's try." This. I think Goose Island's pale ale is good. Well, I'm here to tell you, not only is it good, it's delicious. It's called the Green Line Pale Ale. And uh, it's fantastic. I, I actually am not missing my Tierra Malata.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Keith, what do you got there?
2: Um, I've got the well. I've got that Pilsner.
1: It's a four star. I'm assuming that's out of four possible. That's how good Maybe maybe a th- maybe out of three actually. Wow. They broke the system. Good. Yeah,
0: it's like going to eleven. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Keith Murray, Chris Kane, We Are Scientists, thank you. Thank you. Keith gone piping in. (laughs) All right, thanks, guys. My thanks to Keith, Chris, and Keith for doing that interview and helping inspire this podcast. And for everything We Are Scientists-related, just go to wearescientists.com. For more editions of all your favorite bands, the podcast, go to soundcloud.com slash A-Y-F-B podcast. And that's all one word. Until next time, I'm Jeff Lamort. Thanks for listening.